Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We're glad to have with us here in studio Brian McCauley, his organization, Flying for Veterans, taking local veterans on journeys throughout the skies. Uh, uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us here in studio, and I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your story. Yeah, thank you very much for, for having me. It's a, a great opportunity. We, uh, we, did, we, we got a little chance to meet you during a nonprofit celebration in the summer, and that was, that was great. And I want to kind of find out, how did your summer go? Uh, it, it went very well. Uh, obviously, we participated in Erie Gives, and this, this was our first year doing that. And uh, the just support from the Erie community is honestly astonishing. Really? Um, wow. We, I, I, I feel that it was successful. By all measures, I have been told that it was successful and that we were successful as a first-year participant. So uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't be happier. How about, uh, how about your trips and some of, some of the... Uh... I mean, do you have any statistics of what it's what how, how many flights you've been able to make or how many veterans you've reached out to this year? Sure. So uh, we are a new nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, we're just slightly over one year old at this point in time, mm-hmm. and we have been able to take up um, eight eight veterans okay. at this point. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, honestly, the hardest part that I've discovered is actually finding veterans who want to <laughs> they want to get in up a, in, a, in a small aircraft you know um right i i think surprisingly at least to me that's been the, the largest hurdle <laughs> so so like wh- how how does that all how does that all work like as far as making those contacts uh, you know is are people reaching out via the website or social media how does that go like what is that intake uh, for you, you yeah know? so we have uh, when we very first started, we were just doing it over social media. I was posting on different veteran groups saying, Hey, there's this opportunity out there that you should take advantage of if you, if you know, if you want to. Mm-hmm. And, um, it sort of changed from that to, um, different community outreach things that we've, we've done. People are actually approaching us now. Good. Um, it, it's all just whether or not we can accommodate sure you know at 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 the at the time but um we've done eerie news now and we've gotten some some leads for veterans through that we work with the soldiers and sailors home we're gonna do a flight tomorrow for veterans day with a uh a resident of the soldiers and sailors home and we're a vendor for the va um for their inpatient residents uh where we can take them for flights as well so it's it's definitely grown from just social media so right now these flights are sightseeing, but you have some aspirations for the Flying for Veterans organization. Talk about that. Yeah. So you you are correct. Currently, when we fly a veteran, it is generally a one-hour, technically sightseeing flight, or if you're into aviation, what would be called a, a discovery flight. Like if okay. you wanted to learn how to fly an airplane. Um, Where do you go? Like what 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 do vets usually want to see when they? Sightsee on in a Cessna, you know. Yeah, so typically we go over the peninsula. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the airport is right there right by there. Presque Isle, yeah. so we we take off and we fly around the peninsula and we kind of fly up and down the lake shore. Um, if there's a specific spot that a veteran wants to 
like maybe the farm they grew up on or something like that sure right the the example i i usually use is we had a veteran who wanted to see the area that he hunts in just just to see if there was something he could see from the sky that he wasn't seeing from the ground, you know, um, maybe a better place to put the the tree stand, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. But we we do have aspirations to um, provide destination flights. So, yeah. if a group of veterans who served together wanted to, you know, go to a a firearms range in Texas that they've always wanted oh, to wow. visit, we'd fly them to Texas, let them, you know, shoot their weapons, and then fly them back home or a fishing trip in Lake Tahoe, or um, we're working to um, collaborate with other veteran service service organizations like the Wounded Warrior Project. They put on a lot of events, and sometimes veterans have a hard time getting to those events. So maybe we can provide some transportation for a handful. So of that veterans. that's what you're feeling is like your your core competency is going to be in this transportation space. For veterans, because again, there's a lot of veterans organizations. You you you're going to specialize in transportation. It sounds like. Uh, well, that that that's the idea. Yeah, we want to be able to get veterans from one place to another. Mm-hmm. But the real benefit that I think that we found is um, when you get a group of guys with shared experiences in a what I refer to as a tin can. Um, <laughs> you know, we start having conversations, and it allows in my opinion veterans to open up and be in an environment where uh maybe they can talk about things that they wouldn't normally be able to talk about Mm -hmm. um they're with people who can actually relate to them and they feel a little more comfortable than you know they would going to work or walking down the street or sometimes even with their family sure so providing that safe space do do you think that you're that's gonna uh basically precipitate having like larger larger aircraft that you're gonna have to work with or are you already doing that how, how does that work yeah yeah so i don't see us getting into the commercial size jets or anything like right. that um i see eventually having hubs across the united states so what i envision is five of them one in the northwest um southwest central united states northeast and, and southeast where we have a lot of volunteer pilots who are veterans with aircraft who can take veterans places or for sightseeing flights and um you know do it in their four six eight seat aircraft that's remarkable really that's that that's what i would like to see happen and you'd like run the logistics from here you think or uh yes i would so obviously those pilots in a perfect world would volunteer their time to fly Mm -hmm. their planes and fly these veterans wherever they need to go but flying for veterans as an organization would cover all the costs of doing that wow wow talk about uh you you mentioned fundraising for erie gives are you starting to see kind of uh more of a uh and again you're just getting started here but you would probably hope to see more of a national uh uh you know national exposure for for people to to be able to Put some skin in the game for what you're trying to do there, I would think. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I'm, yeah. I'm not entirely sure the avenues to take to make that happen. Sure, yeah. Um, but the pilot community is pretty tight-knit, sort of like the veteran community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have some friends who are pilots in other parts of the country who have said, hey, I'd really like to join this and yeah. fly veterans around. Um, one of the biggest hurdles now is is the funding. Uh, right. You know, it's 
it's expensive to fly yeah, airplanes. Say, so. jet, jet fuel is not cheap at all, yeah. right? Um, uh, it's amazing. The um, uh, you ha- you um, you know, as you go into the winter, you're probably going to be a little dormant. Are you going to start making plans for like a 2023 strategy or? How does what are you thinking about all that? Yeah, so you know, like you said, things will definitely slow down here in Erie over the winter, just mm-hmm. because um, these are small aircraft. The the weather gets worse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sure. <laughs> this is Erie, um, and it it's more difficult to find days to fly, and also coordinate when a veteran is available, when a pilot is available. Right. I'm I'm not the only pilot. We have other volunteer pilots as well. Um, and so, yeah, things will slow down. So this is the time where we are really going to look into fundraising for mm-hmm. the next year, springtime and beyond. So um, what I discovered last year is that this time of year is when grants open up that we tend to be eligible for. Okay. So there's a Veterans Trust Fund grant. There are grants through the Nonprofit Partnership and the Erie Community Foundation. Um, so this is really going to be time where we're not going to focus so much on flying as we are trying to set ourselves up for when the weather turns a little better. I, I'm, I'm interested in, and we talked a little bit about this in the summer, but let's go back to your origin story. What caused you to, to sense this felt need of flying for veterans? I mean, um, is it, is it about that safe space, you know, in, in a, in, in, in an experience that not everybody gets to experience in a, you know in a private plane like that you know um, so it wasn't originally okay no. um, I am a veteran myself I, I, I was in the army I was uh, deployed to Iraq and I once I got out of the military I, I worked for the federal government for a number of years and was very fortunate to essentially retire from veter- from federal service pretty early in life Um partially due to my time in the military. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself with uh, a need for some purpose. And I knew that I always wanted to give back to the veteran community. I just didn't know how to do that and how to be effective at it. Uh, so it took me a couple of years to kind of, you know, stew in my head what I'm like, I want to do something. I don't know exactly right. what it is. I've also wanted to become a pilot for as long as I can remember. And you were you, were you taking uh, flying lessons before you, or while you were in the military or in federal service? No, no. So this no, is all new all. for you. Yes, wow. absolutely. Okay. So I went over to the the airport and I yeah. I became a private pilot through um, fundamentals flight training, mm-hmm. the the um, the flight school there. Yeah. And um, as I mentioned earlier this year when we were speaking, I took one of my first solo flights and all of a sudden that seat next to me was empty there wasn't an instructor there anymore and I thought man wouldn't it be really cool if there was another veteran sitting next yeah, to me yeah. and that's kind of you know how it started um, that 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 was my the catalyst to make the decision that this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna do to help try and you know make an impact on the veteran community start yeah to, to start by just sharing the experience with another vet. Right. I yeah. love that. Wow. Um, what? I mean, think about your your uh, uh, experience in the military and uh, how that has kind of colored your your future here on out. It, it it it's significant. I mean, it's like, I mean, you could be a kid growing up anywhere, but that military experience 
it it it, it paints a shadow on you for the rest of your life. Uh, it really. I'm, does. I'm, I'm trying to be positive. It's a positive but, influence. Um. But it, it also it, could be a shadow, too, I guess. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, there are definitely beneficial aspects to serving in the military and taking those principles and that discipline along with you, um, you know, after you uh, separate from the military. But there, you know, there's also a lot of um, maybe detrimental aspects. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'd, again, I'd, I'd challenges for sure. Challenges. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I see those every day in my own personal life yeah um it, sometimes it's uh you know difficult to just understand or relate to people because you have such a different outlook things were black and white good and bad do this things happen correctly if you don't do that things happen incorrectly and uh you know sometimes it's hard to deviate from that yeah. mentally yeah. and emotionally well uh, well let's face it I, I mean the whole idea of following orders is to to do a willful turning off something in your brain so that you can follow uh you know follow your uh, immediate commander and you were an officer right i mean uh, no no oh I was you not. were enlisted okay yes, i was enlisted so i, was I mean so you, so you had you know you had your pl in front of you yeah and you know what he said or what your your sergeant said you had to do it uh, absolutely and you know we can we can go down this this road and talk about that kind of stuff if, if you want but uh, one thing that i say all the time is that um there's no room for emotion in war you know if, right. if you become emotional about things then that's when things go bad and, and your buddies are counting on you right and, just to keep it yeah and it's very difficult to turn that back on yeah brian mccauley is our guest here on talk erie as we talk about the nonprofit uh flying for veterans here and uh brian i want to pick up with your story so um so you really at this point at, you know after your military service after uh after your federal service you're like i gotta i want to learn how to fly and i want to See if I could share this experience, and uh, I'm 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 interested in the motivation behind that because honestly, it is like, are you finding that the flying is cathartic and that this could be something that, and what you're hoping is that this is cathartic as well for other vets, right? I mean, uh, well, yeah. So for me, I just ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a pilot. I had yeah. a, a great okay. uncle that had a plane, and oh wow. Um, just always fascinated with flying space you know all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so i had the opportunity to become a private pilot and uh honestly w when i was going through that training i had no intentions of doing anything with veterans i just wanted to fly planes yeah yeah um but then like i said the first time i was in a, not the first time but uh, very early on one of the first times that mm -hmm. i was in a plane by myself i looked over and i said this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. This is how I'm going to, this is how I'm going to help. And at that point in time, it was really just the idea of providing a unique experience sure. to, um, connect veterans to, you know, hopefully people and places, um, that otherwise might be unaccessible to them. Um, and provide the experience of, you know, 
flying in a really tiny airplane. <laughs> right. I mean, even a six yeah. or eight seat airplane is a pretty small airplane. Sure. Um, and then go let them do something fun, uh, whatever they want to do. And then, you know, fly them back home and have it be completely free of charge and just have fun, make some connections and hopefully provide a service that helps some people out. Now, but now we're, we're, we're talking about maybe uh, expanding into destinations where so maybe maybe go have some fun but also some medically necessary flights so right. what what are some of the kind of conversations that are bubbling up a, around some of those felt needs yeah so my very first thought was um uh well i guess getting back to my my story in the military a little bit mm -hmm. I, I was injured in iraq and um flown to launchstool in germany and then to walter reed and um uh, Walter Reed's a lonely place. Is it? Um, wow. you, you know, I was very fortunate to have family who lived not too far away from there. And once I was ambulatory and was, you know, like my uncle would come and take me out for lunch and things like that. But um, my wife and, and my relatively newborn son at the time um, couldn't be there all the time. Mm -hmm. They they lived here in Erie and sure. that's in You're, D.C. And D.C. And um I was fortunate that they could come and travel to see me, but the the thought is maybe a lot of, and we're not talking about veterans here, we're talking about active duty soldiers, um, maybe their family can't go and see them. Mm -hmm. So we could fly their family to Walter Reed wow. so that they could visit their sick or wounded soldier. Um, that, that was the very first thought as far as yeah. medical type flights. Okay. Um, we're not providing medical care, but... Right. You know, yeah, you're not talking about a, 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 an air ambulance or anything like that, but this, right. this is more of a support uh, right. mechanism that you're trying right. to develop there. And, and, you know, another thought would be, again, not providing medical care, but providing the transportation. So maybe there is a, a veteran at the Soldiers and Sailors Home or at the mm -hmm. VA who has, you know, um, some sort of medical condition and the only doctor that can help them out is in Omaha. Yeah. So wow. we'll offer to fly them to Omaha and let them have their medical procedure and then, you know, fly them back home when they're healthy enough to fly again. Um, so that that's sort of the idea around the, the medical flights. Um, but just to be clear, we would not be providing medical care. Right, right. right. Exactly. I, like I can't, I can't so, say that. But. So again, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's an organization with a big dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and uh, we're trying to scale this here. Um, let, let's, 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 let's talk about some of the, some of the experiences you've had. Again, you've been only doing this for about a year. Mm -hmm. Can you, can you share, you know, anonymous anecdotes? I've got about a, a minute and a half here. Before the uh, yeah, sure. So, um, the first one that comes to mind is the very first flight that we did. Um, it was probably the most impactful for me and mm -hmm. for the veteran. He was a, a Marine Corps veteran. He spent his entire life in the Marine Corps for over 20 years and he he got out of the marine corps and came back here to erie and just he expressed to me that he just kind of felt a little lost he didn't fit in he felt like he didn't fit in or that he didn't belong and he said one of the very first times that he felt comfortable again was flying in the airplane wow. uh, we we talked about our service he told me his story i told him my story and um you know when it was all said and done he he told me that was one of the first times since he got out of the marine corps that he really felt comfortable that's remarkable yeah it is there's what is it about 
being what five ten ten thousand feet in the air and seeing all this the whole world you know behind uh, in front of you there that would that would do that you think well um i don't necessarily think it's the airplane itself uh that's kind of why i got into this i thought it'd be really cool to take veterans on yeah. on flights i think it's more the conversation yeah. i think it's more the just it's more about what you bring to the table sounds like to me uh, well thank you brian for, uh, quickly for those that are just kind of clicking on uh tell us uh, about uh uh, you know, your first year um, uh, with Flying for Veterans in, in, in the scope of what you do. Yeah, sure. So Flying for Veterans is a local nonprofit headquartered here in Erie, and our mission is to improve the lives of veterans through flight. And the way that we do that currently is we essentially provide private sightseeing flights in a small two sometimes four-seat aircraft uh, over Presque Isle and over Lake Erie. And, you know, if they have special requests, want to go see something, we can take them and go see what they want to see. But it's um, a unique experience that we are providing to help connect veterans, hopefully with people um, like other veterans and places that they haven't necessarily seen before or experienced before. I want I want to kind of pivot to, you know, the quality of life for veterans in Erie, because I think Erie's a very caring place. It's a resource-rich place. And, uh, you know, we had the VA on yesterday. It was just so great to hear all the things that, that the Veterans really Administration. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening to that. But, you know, I, I, you know I'm concerned, you know, for quality of life. You know, uh, I feel like we're, we're really even bringing on, on, on more uh, more assets. So they're, they're talking about the, the, the tiny homes up at the mm -hmm. Erie Sports Park. We have the, uh, you know, the Veterans Miracle Center, uh, yeah. you know, where there's so, so many things available for vets and their families, you know, to just, you know, keep, keep, keep on top of things. As, as an Erie person and a veteran, what's your experiences for quality of life here in Erie? Uh, well, for veterans specifically, I, um, I think we do enough. You, you can always do more, right? Okay, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there are a myriad of resources for veterans here in Erie, whether it be through the VA or through your local VFW or American Legion or the Verican, um, Veterans Miracle Center. Um, there are tons and tons of resources that are available to veterans locally. And um, I'm just trying to add one more. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you... Um do you get the sense that uh, uh, that the people are are uh, up to the challenge of making sure we're welcoming our vet veterans back? And because uh, honestly, you know, when you think about from from uh, Iraq and Afghanistan forward, uh, I mean, the number of veterans uh, in our community has, I would think, has really gone up. You know. Oh well, I know, I know personally that it has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think we do a pretty good job. I think that, you know, um, everybody appreciates a veteran, right? Sure. They're, mm -hmm. they're um, appreciative of their service and, you know, the things that they've done that maybe they don't even know about or just, mm -hmm. just that they signed on that dotted line and, and maybe that person who's providing that thanks didn't have to, yeah. right? Um, from a veteran's perspective, though, uh, I'm just saying thanks for your service. Like it, it, like that's nice. It's right. It's good. We appreciate it. 
Um, but there's more that we could do. There, so, there, so there's more. L- that we let's could go do. down that trail a little bit because I don't think people just want to. You know, I think I think people want to be able to be meaningful with their appreciation. You know. Yeah. Um, so we just had a, the Veterans Day parade. Yeah. Right. Um, it 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 was a it was a nice parade. Not a lot of turnout. Okay. You know. So maybe um, that's a marketing thing. Yeah, it could. I didn't I didn't know about it honestly. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, <laughs> I run a veteran nonprofit here in Erie, yeah. and uh, the only reason that I even thought about it was because veterans day was coming right up. you, you, you know? were kind of looking out for it yeah yeah and um last year and then again this year i i said man we need to we need to get a float in the parade yeah but i i don't there is no marketing for it like i never right. think about it yeah. until oh it's veterans day there's a parade sure sure sure. you know yeah. um the appreciation that is afforded to veterans is 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 definitely um um to use the same word appreciated mm-hmm. by veterans certainly yeah. uh but there 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 there's more there's, yeah we, there's we, more we can we can kind of yeah. keep going on that yeah. yeah yeah and the the places like the VA and the soldiers and sailors home they're they're super overwhelmed um mm-hmm. there while there are a lot of opportunities um and resources available to veterans um there in my opinion are way more veterans then there are opportunities. Oh, okay. Do you think that this is a matter of communications? I, I, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we we find that especially in you know nonprofits don't have a lot of capacity to toot their own horn. It's only well, it's, right. <laughs> it's it's only the it's only the the big guys that have communications directors and yep. and yep. you know social media directors yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. right? I mean, and and actually, uh, I'd like to thank you for having me on sure. because this is an opportunity for a nonprofit to kind of toot its own horn. Yeah. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, but uh, yeah. So I do think with the newer veterans, the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, you know, like myself, we are more likely to seek out and try and take advantage of opportunities that are afforded to us through the the VA or the the state or the federal government, you know. Um, But I think for a very long time, and there's still a huge population of veterans that fit into this category, um, they're just too proud. They don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. They aren't interested in, I don't want to say showing weakness, but they're not interested in, um, just uh, saying I need help. Yeah, I, I you know, you, you talk about the context of being in the plane and be able to open up and just kind of talk about things, talk about service and so on, and and it's and it's it's kind of a safe place. It makes me wonder if the old model, when when you think about when you think about our our vets from World War One and World War Two, they went to the VFW. They went to their clubs, their social clubs, right. right? There were so many of them, and they were everywhere. And you joined the American League. Oh, they you still joined, are. I yeah. mean, they're still out there, but I'm not sure they're being necessarily adopted by that 39 year old, uh, you know, uh, Iraq veteran. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, it. It. So I am a member of the the VFW and the American Legion, and and yeah. I I do agree with you. I think that the younger 
people that frequent those places are what they call social members. They're not, they have a veteran in their family who might be a, a member. Yeah. And so they are afforded a membership. Um, you're right. There aren't a lot of uh, younger veterans. But that, that model probably helped those WW2 Korea, you know, vets really process, you know, a lot of their stuff. Yeah. I, I, or talk talk about that sergeant that everybody hated, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, you know? I I do think it's a double edged sword. While while I think that the the VFWs and the American Legions are 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 fantastic, it provides a place yeah. for for veterans to gather and talk, and they do a, a an, an amazing amount of um, good in the community. Absolutely. Um, it's also a place where maybe a veteran who doesn't want to ask for help can go get a couple shots at 10 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Not, not, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody needs a place to belong, be a part of something greater than themselves, and and, and, a, and a, a place where they can be heard, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and maybe veterans even a little bit more so because it's such a, like we were saying uh, both on air and off, it's such a specialized, unique life experience that veterans have gone through uh you're you're right it is um and whether you're a combat veteran or someone that worked in the finance battalion right you every veteran every service member you know uh, like i said earlier signed on that dotted line Mm -hmm. and knew what could or could not happen to them right yeah um and i think I mean, let, let's be honest. If you're if you're joining the military, you're you're a little bit of a an, an adrenaline junkie, maybe a little bit, right? <laughs> Is and, that right? Well, I, th- I think so. I mean, okay. you don't you don't uh, you don't go say. Well, sometimes you're just kind of looking for a, a a a total change of environment, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could be in a situation where you need to get out of, or you just need something different. And, uh, and sometimes it's you know it's just a really cool job. I, I mean, it certainly can be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. But I I think the conversations that we have in the airplane, cou- yeah. coupled with the idea of that um, adrenaline-inducing small aircraft, right? Yes. It like sort of appeals yeah, to, to, yeah. to veterans. Uh, it certainly does to me. Mm-hmm. I I I love flying airplanes. I love. <laughs> jumping out of airplanes uh uh-huh. you know all that kind of stuff and um did you get your airport your your wings or your airborne wings or yes you did yeah, good yeah, for you yeah, yeah yeah nice yeah it was uh it was fun <laughs> <laughs> where, where was that at benning or? yes okay yep, yep. Yeah. airborne school at fort, uh, airborne school at fort benning at fort yeah. benning yeah 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 it's a it's a lot different than jumping out of a civilian plane jumping out of a civilian plane is a lot more fun Oh, is it? A lot more fun. Well, yeah, in the, army, there, in the uh, army, you jump really low, and you've got a uh, bunch of gear on right. you, and, you know, it's it's fun, it's exciting, but, you know, you jump from 800 to 1,200 feet. And you're you're there. You're on the ground. Right. And you're, you're hitting it hard. Yep. When you jump out of a civilian plane, you're jumping from 10, 15,000 feet. Right. You actually have time to enjoy it. Yeah, you have a little air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll take that under advisement <laughs> next to time, never next come you, out of a plane. <laughs> next time you jump out of an airplane, right? You jumped out of that perfectly good airplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least I wasn't flying it one. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I'm excited for like what your future plans are. You like what what the, the the scalability and you know kind of the the vision that you have for flying for veterans. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, it um, seems daunting when you know we had the discussion about where I would like this to go in the mm -hmm. future. Um, it seems daunting, but uh, you know I've overcome a lot of difficult things in my life and this just happens to be one that's self-imposed so yeah let, you know let's get it now erie, erie is home for you originally uh the meadville area the meadville but yeah area. more or less yeah okay yeah. so great great place to, to launch it and and of course our facilities are 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 good for for you know for uh you know for private private flight right i mean oh yeah i mean they're 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 solid for this yeah yeah so. um uh, when you asked me before where I'm from, uh, I did say Meville, but I live in Erie now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I, I couldn't recall if you asked me if I live in Erie. Right. Or if I'm yeah. from Erie. The uh, you, the idea is that uh, you're you're wanting to provide uh, additional flight services to the community outside the Erie area, uh, destination flights as well as uh, necessary medical flights, like we were talking about. You know, maybe even helping a family member of of a of, of, of a hospitalized uh you know uh soldier to get to uh to the, those places and so um and uh, the you know the idea of actually being able to go to a destination to, to bring a bunch of vets you know that may like on a hunting trip or on a beach trip or yeah. i mean that's just really remarkable stuff so uh, in the, we have about three minutes left. As as you go forward here, um, look at 2023. Do you plan on expanding the number of flights? Uh, and uh, are you are you going to try to maybe figure out uh, you know an easier pathway for veterans to get to you? Because that seems to be the issue, right? Of of uh, getting the knowledge out there that hey, these are available, right? Yeah. So um, both of those things take money. Right, like expanding the number of flights and essentially marketing, yeah. right? Um, the, thus far, the vast majority of um, the money that we have received through donations uh, has gone directly to providing flights. Okay. Um, if I'm being honest, we don't really have a marketing budget. Right, right. Uh, so, yes, those are goals that I do have. Um are there but, veterans fairs? I mean, do you get to set up a booth somewhere to? There, there is are. Is there such a thing like that? There, yeah. there are. Yes, and we have participated in those. Um, there, there was actually one that was going on that I was supposed to attend but couldn't because we ended up scheduling a flight. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, obviously takes precedence. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yes, so we do try to get out into the community as much as we possibly mm -hmm. can. Um, I literally have walked up and down all the not all the streets but a lot of streets in Erie passing out you know flyers and and things to to people and businesses sure. uh, trying to get the word out um but the as far as you know learning more about what we do and how you can help flyingforveterans.org is okay is 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 where you should go we do have a raffle that okay. actually today is the very last day uh, we're raffling off a free plane ride to anybody. You don't have to be a veteran. Um, you can buy tickets at flyingforveterans.org slash raffle, and we'll draw the winner tomorrow on Veterans Day. Okay. And it's uh, sponsored by Fundamentals Flight Training over at the, 
the, the airport. They're the ones that are actually conducting it. So um, if anybody out there wants to go for a flight, that's give, the way you it, do give it. it. Give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here, and thank you for your candor and the conversation. I, I feel like uh, this is the, the appropriate conversation to have near Veterans Day is sure. just to kind of understand really, you know, some, some of the, the everyday things that veterans talk about and need, right? Absolutely. I mean, instead of painting broad brushes, let's be specific and visceral about it because I think I honestly I think that would be appreciated in the veteran community like we don't um, beat around the bush yeah. right like if if there's something you need or something you want or something that you uh, that that needs to happen for you then let's just talk about it get it done and make it happen and just to understand what a special community the veterans are you know within the Erie community within our, our greater region because it they you have had different experiences than than I have who who I've never served you know I mean you know I could honestly it was just it was a bad time to grow up in, during my era you know being sure. eighteen in, in in 1980 with all of the you know all of the aftermath of yep. Vietnam yep. just such bad attitudes about it and I think about I'm I, like I'm racking my brain to think of of the handful of people that I knew in my cohort that were interested in military service. Yeah. I'm so glad it's better than that now. It 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 definitely is and and you know like I said the those Vietnam veterans they did not come home heroes. Uh they were heroes but they weren't they were not treated they as were heroes. not treated as heroes, yeah. right? Um and you know today veterans come home and it, it it's significantly different. And it's appreciated. And, and I, I do think that's why a lot of that older generation of veterans tend to gravitate towards the VFWs and the, sure. the American legions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, they, they, they can, they can make communication and can, and connect and be a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Brian McCauley from, uh, flying for veterans, uh, again, flying right? Flying Yes. Great to, great to see you, sir. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com.